Welcome to The Sweet Spot. I'm your host, Corey Bradley. We are mere days away from kicking off college football in general. Some has already played, but specifically, we're talking about on the plane. That's what we really want to get into is Auburn football. And, you know, I'm an Auburn grad, graduated in 2010, communications degree. So it's, it's a specific feeling that you have when you're on campus when – football season approaches. It's a different vibe. I mean, I know everybody's excited in their homes, but it's it's one thing when you're on campus and you get a chance to see some of the players, you get to hear some of the buzz that's going on on campus, in the town, on the plains. And so I decided to catch up with my guy, Cooper McClintock. Cooper McClintock, my dude, this is my guy. We've been tight for years, man. He's a Providence Christian Eagles alum. He's now a sophomore at Auburn University, a finance major. Cooper, yes, dude, sir. what's up, bro? How are you? What's going on? What's going on? I'm dude, good. Man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm so glad we could finally make this happen. If you, Those of you that don't know, me and Coop have been trying to connect for quite a while here. So uh, <laughs> here we are, finally get a chance to talk, dive into some Auburn football before the season officially kicks off. So I'm going to call this segment In the Scoop with Coop. We gonna we gonna get some we gonna get Please. some nuggets, man. Get some nuggets <laughs> to see what's going on and um just kind of his take on what happened last year as we approach this new season with a brand new coach, brand new regime. So, uh-huh. Coop, man, before we dive into this season, just kind of give me your take as far as an Auburn fan. Like, how did you begin um, your fandom of the Auburn Tigers? Um, so my dad was actually a student at Alabama University his freshman year and he hated it. He mm. did not enjoy it. So he transferred to Auburn the next year and uh he just fell in love with it and uh as long as I can remember I've been an Auburn fan and so it's just been great to finally be here and actually go to all of the sporting events, which has been awesome, like basketball, yeah. baseball. And football, but I, I love some basketball and baseball. So it's just fun being able to see the players almost every game. Like it's it's awesome. So you telling me George was at Alabama first? He was at Bama. I didn't yep. realize he was there first. But he absolutely mm-hmm. hated. It. It's no surprise. And no surprise he hated it in Tuscaloosa. Who who likes being in Tuscaloosa? Who <laughs> likes being on campus uh, where they say those words, man? But uh, oh, I had no idea. I had no idea. That he was at Bama prior to leaving Auburn. George, mm-hmm. Amanda, hey, we love y'all, man. What's up? What's going on? I know you got you got my guy Collins there with you as well, right? Oh uh, yeah, he's at a ministry team meeting right now for okay. RUF. Yeah. And then we got my guy Cal, man. He's oh, yeah. uh, currently at Providence, man. We 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 sending you our love and our prayers, man. We thinking about you, and uh, we know God got great plans for you, man, in in the years to come for sure. So. Coop, dude, tell me, what's your favorite tradition when it comes to Auburn football or just Auburn in general? Um, My favorite tradition, it might be, you know, the most generic one, but, man, that eagle flying around yep. just gets you so hyped up. <laughs> it, gets, it gets you tingling, ready for, some, ready for a kickoff. Um, it's just I don't think there's any other tradition in college football that, that is as good as that one. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah. I'll stand by that. Dude, I promise you, if anyone could see my notes – that's what I have first is the <laughs> Eagle. And and I was like, how fitting is it that a former Providence Christian Eagle, his favorite <laughs> tradition is 
the yep. the eagle at Auburn, man. Yes, like sir. when Spirit comes out and flies, like that's my favorite too. Like I know you got Tuma's Corner, which is great. Tiger Walk is nice, mm-hmm. but man, there's nothing like that. It, there's there's some adrenaline in those goosebumps that. Yeah. I mean, just having that that crowd in unison when as we prepare for the kickoff, man, and having the eagle flight. I mean, that's there's nothing better. I'm with you, dude. Like that's by far the best tradition. And I know there's some good ones out there in the country, but man, nobody else has anything quite like that you know what i'm saying yes uh, sir so yes, i agree sir. man but like I, said, I had a feeling i was like this dude his favorite tradition is gonna be eagle. i just know i just know it's in him that's who he is man but uh yep. man so as a fan of the tigers though give me your best game you remember what's one that when you think auburn football what pops out to you what what highlights do you uh, i guess just kind of replay over in your head over and over it's like man there's i remember that like it was yesterday and i still get excited when i relive that moment um, yeah, so when I was in fourth grade, uh, that was Auburn's year that they went to the national championship mm-hmm, and sadly mm-hmm. lost, but, uh, dude, just, uh, I used to go over to my friend's house with my family, uh, to watch all the Auburn football games. And I just remember that day of the Iron Bowl. Um, man, that, that, uh, that kick six. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. I mean, th- we were going crazy. That's gotta be one of my favorite memories of all time. That's that's just everybody, just pure joy, just uh, going crazy after he returns that. And then also that uh, Georgia, where we were playing Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it looked like it was hopeless. But then we mm-hmm. made that catch, and <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, we we my dad had the radio on over the TV speaker, so we kind of already knew he caught it before he caught it. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just we went ballistic, and that's that's a couple of my favorite memories. Man, you know. That was those two games had such a a national uh just kind of effect. You know, like I mean you mm-hmm. saw people across the country with the kick six, you know, kind of just redoing the Rob Bramlett call and uh, yeah. people like all over the country. I mean, you know what I'm saying, had no ties to Auburn University, but man, that sent shockwaves throughout the nation just from one historic moment that yes, we sir. may not ever have in college football ever again and so i remember that kick six specifically being in my aunt cleo's house i had just had knee surgery man i hurt my hurt my knee playing flag football not flag what was he playing flag football yeah like man with some people from work and um mm-hmm. so i just had surgery and i'm on crutches and i was in a straight leg cast couldn't do any bending but man my emotions completely took over <laughs> Chris Davis took that kick back. I stood up on my aunt's couch, man. Like I'm in a straight leg cast, not supposed to do any bending <laughs> whatsoever. And if and those that that know my aunt Cleo, like you, you don't do that. You don't stand up on her couch. You know what I'm saying? You don't <laughs> do stuff like that, man. But my emotions completely took over. It was one of those moments where it just nothing else mattered, man. And 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 yeah. our whole house was just celebrating and joy because we're mostly Auburn fans. And so, uh, yeah, yes, that kick sir. six is is one of the the best moments for sure, man. I. I tell you, I tell you, what my favorite particularly is still the Iron Bowl also, but it's the Canback, man. That Canback in 2010, oh, yeah. being down 24-0 in Tuscaloosa, trying to keep your national championship hopes alive. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and having Gene Chizik saying, weather the storm. He told the guys, weather the storm. Like, it's it's hard to come into a place like Alabama and win under Nick Saban, man. So, to come back and do that and route to winning the national championship, we had to go through Alabama, had to over yeah. – Come a twenty four oh different like that's dude that's tough bro that's, I don't care who you playing yeah I don't care who you playing it's twenty four you down twenty four zero on the road and you come back and win against that team 
Mm-hmm. I can't. I, mean, I couldn't stand those guys, man. Ingram and oh, man. Yep. Anyways, oh yeah. But uh, but yeah, man. So that's my favorite. I know that's when when you know there's always that one or two games that come to your mind when you think Auburn yes, football. Sir. You get excited no matter how many times you watch that play or that highlight. It's like yep. you're reliving it for the very first time ever, right? Mm-hmm. So last year, man. Give me one word. If you can think of one word to describe last season under Brian Harson, what would it be? Depressing. <sighs> that's that's very it fitting. It was yeah. very fitting. Give me give like I said, that's one of those things where where as a as a fan, you're home watching the game, that's one thing, but when you're on the campus, man, take me through how depressing that yeah. was. What was the vibe like? What was the atmosphere like with the students on campus? Yeah, I just I know it, it for me it it got to the point where I was more grateful for an away week than mm. a home week because wow. I was like, man, I just I don't even want to go to this game to watch to just watch us lose or even if we're playing a terrible team, play awful and barely win. Yeah, um, it's just it was it was depressing because I love Auburn and uh, I don't know it just didn't seem like there was any of that hyper. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's kind of like charisma around the team. I don't mm-hmm. know, the, but. They're they're just it wasn't there. The feeling after the first game, at least, uh, pretty much just went away. Uh, there was no like hype throughout the rest of the season, because I know it. I know it left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's that's the least I can say. It was it was not fun. Care Animal Center is a local business partner of the Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, joined by my guy, Cooper McClintock, a Providence Christian Eagles alum, currently an Auburn sophomore majoring in finance as we talk about the Tigers getting ready to kick off a brand new season. When I thought about us getting ready for this conversation and, you know, getting the take from a current student, you know, took me back to when I was on campus. So uh, just kind of give people a quick background of where I'm coming from. So I'm from Madison, Alabama. I went to Calhoun Community College, got my associates there after two years, and I still wasn't ready to leave home and go to Auburn. So I went to Alabama A&M University and did a year there and still took classes towards my major. So then I transferred to Auburn. My first mm-hmm. year at Auburn was Tommy Tuberville's last year at Auburn. So we yeah. went five and seven that year. It was horrible, yeah. like absolutely drubbing by Alabama. That was uh, you know, Tony Franklin offensive coordinator and all that whole deal and, you know, losing the Vanderbilt type type man. It so yeah. that's when, when I thought about you, I thought about me, like my first year at Auburn was was very similar, man. It was like you said, depressing. I mean Yes sir. Man, away games, we went to the we went to the Mississippi State game in Starkville where we won three to two. Well, I was at that game, dude. I was at that game. It's three to two, and we win. But you're like, 
we won, <laughs> but it's three to yeah. two. Like, can you be excited about that? You know, and I was, and at that time, and I was, I was one of those. Like, I'm, I'm high spirits. Like, I oh, know we're gonna get it turned yes, around. Sir. It's all good. Hey, hey, all, all you need is one point more than no team. And that, that's where my mindset was. I wasn't into the like, you know, like this is bad. You know, I'm like, man, we yeah. got a W. Yeah. We, it's a conference win. We'll take. It. I don't care how you get it. Just get it. You know. So, um, yeah, dude. So I thought about you, and I was like, man, that first year. Um, it was was tough, man. Like so, when Tuberville got fired, like that's all I knew. Like you know, I was. That's when, like, I became a true Auburn fan in '03, my sophomore year in high school. Uh, yes, sir. Cadillacs there, Ronnie Brown, Jason Campbell, uh-huh. you know. And then the next year we go undefeated, and so all I knew was Tommy Tuberville as head coach. So when yep. I get there, my first year there is his last year, and I'm man, I I cried dude when he got let go. That was hurt, <laughs> bro. That that hurt me, man. It absolutely crushed me. Um. And so, you know, but I remember, like you said, how depressing it was. And it was just a horrible feeling, like you said. I mean, and this is the point. This is how bad it was. We were ready for basketball season before Auburn was really good at basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like So, like, obviously now like, you can't find a ticket with Auburn basketball, Bruce Pearl. But, yeah. man, at the time with Jeff Lebo, it was like, man, nobody really – you ain't thinking. This is how exciting I was for Auburn basketball. I was excited to see which players we were playing against. Oh, Florida's <laughs> coming in. Oh, Nick Calathis. I want to see him. You know, you got so and so coming in. What you know, it's like you're excited to see the away players because you didn't expect much from your current team. You know, saying from your home team. Yeah. So, uh, uh-huh. so man, I totally get it. I totally understand. Now, with with everything that transpired under Coach Harson, as bad as it was, we do move on to a brand yes, we do. new regime, right? New regime, yep. same thing I experienced going from Tommy Tomerville to Gene Chizik. And as crushed as I was with Tommy Tomerville, it didn't take much for me to catch on with Gene Chizik. And, and, and kind of when yep. he was hired, everybody was like, man, the dude, Iowa State, like, I was like, man, but he's Auburn. Like, he, he's, he's good. He knows, he knows defense. He's going to, you know. And I was yep. kind of like there with that kind of thinking. And when he hired certain coaches like Curtis Looper and Trooper Taylor and those guys, I really came on board. So I was excited, man. I was, I, it didn't take much. Where I was like, man, my miss tubs, but man, we got some uh-huh. big, we got some great thing going on here. Tell me yep. what was the students' reaction on campus when Hugh Freeze was named the new guy on the planes? What was it like on the planes, man, at that time when it finally became official that Hugh Freeze was the next man in charge? So when Hugh Freeze got hired, there was definitely a commotion, you could say. I mean, there was a lot of different opinions. It was very controversial at first. Uh, I'd say that, but I would say that most people were like, we may not uh, agree with everything he's done, but we can tell he, he comes from some success. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I had high hopes from the start. I'll, I'll say that because I was just glad to get Harson out of there. Yeah. That was, that was, that was my thoughts. But uh, throughout, throughout the summer, I, I don't know, it just became more and more. Uh, once you saw those recu- recruits mm-hmm. coming in, you're just like, it's unden- undeniable so far. I think everybody's, getting more and more excited about uh, Hugh Freeze being here. And uh, I know he's been taking some pictures with students. Uh, some of my friends took a picture with him today. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think everybody's getting hyped. And, and you know, that's natural. Anytime you have a horrible experience, you know, whether it's with a job, whether it's sports, whether it's a relationship, mm-hmm. you, you go from horrible and it's like, man, the next thing, it got to be better. You know what I'm saying? It got to be better than yeah. this. And so, yes, like sir. you said, Hugh Freeze does come from success. He was at Ole Miss. You know, everybody talks about he beats Bama. He beat Bama twice. He had success yep. at Liberty, which is super hard to do. And yep. so, is, you know, that's crazy. you know, like, so my thing was, 
I felt for the longest that it would be Hugh Freeze for the simple fact that you're getting a good coach. You don't have to pay him as much because all, all Hugh Freeze is looking for is a second chance. You know what I'm saying? Think yeah. about it. Think about mm-hmm. it. You're at Ole Miss where you do beat Bama and you have success in the SEC West, and all of a sudden it's like, man, I'm at Liberty. Like, what? Yeah. What? what happened what here? What happened? Yeah. You know? So I can imagine Hugh Freeze laying in the bed in his Liberty Flame shirt just thinking like, <laughs> man, God, just give me one more chance. Oh, I, I got oh man, I got so many ideas, I got me so many visions, like I'm gonna do this thing right next time. You know what I'm saying? And just being grateful for that second chance. I compared it to, to Bruce Pearl. He's like the Bruce Pearl of Auburn football. You know, he yeah, you know, second chance, Bruce Pearl was grateful as well. Like, I'm gonna give this university everything I have because they believed mm-hmm. in me. And you know, that's sometimes yeah. what that's what we need, man. Sometimes we just need yeah, that second chance. You. And you're grateful when that, that organization does give you uh that second opportunity to, to get it right. So Man, with Hugh Freeze, it's always that natural that natural excitement anytime you have a new coach. It doesn't matter who that coach is. It's always that, yeah. uh, just, just, just when you come from a horrible experience, you're naturally excited. But, uh, be real, be real. <laughs> who was the guy you really wanted? Who did you really want on the planes when Harson was let go? Who, who did you really want to succeed Coach Harson from last year? Be honest. I mean, as a... Auburn fan, everybody just wants that that hype, man. They want mm-hmm. Deion Sanders, yeah. you know. That's yeah. that's what we're looking looking for. Uh, but I mean, that that is who I wanted uh, while we were waiting. But now that I think about it, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how he does at Colorado, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll compare it to how we do it at Auburn, and yeah. then I'll see if we made the right choice or he yeah, did. Yeah, 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 dude. Because I mean, everybody, everybody, and their mama was like, Deion's the guy. And, mm-hmm. and I'm with him too. I, I wanted Dion also. Um, now, the way he's handled thing in Colorado, I don't know he would still do that same thing to Auburn because Auburn didn't need that type of overhaul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Uh, so I don't think he would have taken that same approach. But I think he would have had the same success recruiting wise as yeah. as, oh, as yeah. he Freeze has also. You know because one thing too, Coach Harson Harson didn't have the NIL agreement behind him. He didn't have the collective behind him, which we know in these days, if you don't have the money. To pay some of these student athletes, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you yeah. got like think about like Haley Van Lith, that basketball at Louisville, right? She leaves to go to LSU. Like stars didn't leave their players. Yeah, they didn't leave their programs. Yeah. Stars stayed yeah. where they were. It was the players who didn't get a chance to play or who were hurt were looking for new opportunities. So, but now it's like, man, I'm a star, but can you pay me more than what my current schools give me? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, Coach Coach Freeze, man, he definitely has this thing on lock. Uh, he understands the importance of kind of being the CEO. That, you know, that's why he's like, "Look, yes, sir. I can't really call plays. I got to oversee my entire roster." That's how deep recruiting is. Like, you got to you not only bring in the, the 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 incoming student athletes that you're trying to get on campus. You're trying to keep the ones you have on campus yeah. to stay from leaving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's different, uh-huh. man. And I can't imagine what it would be like as a college coach in any sport. Knowing that these these guys can leave at any point, yeah. you know, without That's any consequences. I mean, what, what's your take on that, man? What's your take on the transfer portal and everything, where where someone can just leave and not have to sit out? What What do you think? Um, I think there's pros and cons, definitely. Uh, that's obvious, but uh, um, I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I think it's not like um the college football or basketball mm-hmm. or baseball or. NCAA experience, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like, uh, you just see so many players 
leaving and not having to have any consequences for it. But sometimes it works out great. Like we got Walker Kessler two yeah, years ago yeah. and it was awesome. Uh, and so when it works in our favor, we're super happy about it. But, uh, now, you know, Flanagan's gone from basketball, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him, but, uh, that, that probably wouldn't happen. A dude going into his fifth year, his yeah. last year, uh, is not going to leave because he would have to sit out a year usually. Exactly. And so, uh, you, you, there's just like a sense of family is kind of lost because they can leave at any time. But on the other hand, we can get some awesome players anytime. Man, so as we kind of start to put a bow on this thing with Auburn football, give me a certain player or a position that you're excited to watch. Is there is there one in particular like man, I'm I'm ready to see this dude or I want to see these group of guys how who comes out from that from that position? Give me one uh that that kind of comes to mind for you. Probably the main one is somebody I I mean, I I thought he was better than Tank last year. Yeah. I, I, I was a big supporter of Jarquez in the first place. Yep, I, I yep. thought he was better than Tank anytime yep. he ran. So I mean, he's somebody. I feel like he's going to have an awesome year this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to watch him play again. He was my favorite player to watch last year too. So he's he's the person that I I think is going to have an awesome year for us. That's who I'm most excited about. Coop, man, we we can sink on this thing, dude. Like <laughs> I'm with you for real. Like I'm. Man, Tank was awesome. Don't get me wrong. Tank is awesome. Travis Etienne Jr. better watch out in Jacksonville. If he slip up, Tank going to get that spot. So, Tank, Tank's the real deal. But I'm yes, with sir. you, man. I I love watching Jarquez. It's something about his running style, man. Yeah. He just – it's something about it. I can't even really put it in the words, but it's like it's powerful, but it's graceful, and it's, it's, yeah. it's a beauty, man. This dude, I think, could even be – you know, obviously what depends what happens in this year, next year with Auburn football, but – Man, I think I could see him on the next level of being a stud also. Like he just has that kind yeah. of oh, yeah. that kind of running style where he doesn't back down from anybody and he has the jets to run run away from you. Mm-hmm. Like the dude is special, man. So I'm with you. Jarquez Hunter is my favorite player as well. That's the one I'm looking forward to see uh, and see what he does as being the focal point. You know what I'm saying? It's no more like yeah. you're in, but then you don't play for another three, four series and then you're yeah. out. You know, it's like, man, you don't have a clue what was going on and it's hard to find rhythm you know like in yeah. any sport man you, you're an athlete sure. you you know what it's like man you're playing all of a sudden you're yanked out and it's like you but like yeah. let me play oh. let me let me get a sweat you know so yeah. um i'm with you man jarquez hunter that's the one who i think yes, if sir. he stays healthy man <laughs> watch out just watch out you know don't walk don't walk or watch watch a war list watch out man so um so you got jarquez hunter as our one guy to watch for this upcoming season, are you planning yep. to attend any road games? You got any road games? Right. Are you trying to make? Yes, I'm going to the Texas A&M game. Ooh, Kyle Fields, yeah. 12th yeah. man. Okay. That's where okay. I'm heading. Dude, it's going to be fun. That's going to be sweet, man. Who's all going? Name name the people that you're going with. Um, I'm going with a bunch of the guys that I worked with this summer. So yeah. that was RYM. I'm going with Collins, uh, mm-hmm. a guy named Stuart Dixon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, Ha- he he's a farmhouse guy and like half of the farmhouse pledge classes is going with him to so there's a ton of people going to the texas a&m game that's gonna uh, be sweet. and we're we're meeting up with some people there that we know because they go to texas a&m so it's just gonna be a lot of fun kyle field that's gonna be an experience right there dude that yep. place ooh, yeah that's gonna be a game right there boy you know they ready <laughs> to try to get some payback boy they gonna be hungry as well uh 
talking about road games, though, aside from A&M, what other stadiums have you been to in the SEC aside from Jordan-Hare? Um, none. None? So that would be your first yeah. experience? Yeah, okay. this, will, this, will, this might be my first Auburn away game, I think. Okay. Yeah. Sweet, man. I've been to Tennessee – we played – Lane Kiffin was the head coach at one year in Knoxville. We went to Tennessee, me and my guy John Hester and, and some friends. I went to Athens, man, and, and we lost to Georgia. Of course, mm-hmm. I mentioned that Starkville being, you know, being in that 3-2 game. So, I've been in quite a few. It's different, yep. man. It's all different. Uh, obviously, nothing like, you know, beats a, a night game in Jordan here. But, but I think that Texas A&M, that Kyle Field experience is going to be something you'll never forget, man. Hopefully, it's a win or I end and, and it'll be an even better so. experience, you know what I'm saying? Like, because uh-huh. I don't care what it's like when you go there and you lose. And it's like, man, I should have stayed at home, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> yes, but yeah, that's going to be pretty cool, man. September 23rd when the Tigers travel to Texas A&M, A&M to take on the Aggies. So, man, as we put – this to bed give me your expectations your real honest true expectations for Auburn Tigers this year do you have a record that you're kind of okay we'll probably get around these amount of wins you know just kind of being straightforward in this first year under coach freeze man honestly I I I I honestly just have no idea because that year that we went to the national championship um Calvin my little brother was like Dad, if we go to the national championship, can we get tickets? And uh, my dad was thinking, you know, we were terrible. <laughs> there's no way we're going to the national championship. So he was like, yeah, sure. And then we actually ended up there. And he was like, sorry, I, I can't do that. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's that's one thing that's made me keep from just uh, thinking that I know how yeah. our season is going to go. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping for at least seven wins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, but you're right, though. That's what I think will be. You're right, though, man. That's that's a beautiful story, man. Because you you really don't know. You think you have, mm-hmm. and that's why I hate the that's why I hate the polls and the rankings prior to the season. They yep. don't know either. Like, how does you know certain schools lose fifteen, twenty players, and it's like we're they're number one next year? Like, how yeah. do you know? Like, <laughs> you're banking on a bunch of guys who haven't even played, or and 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 I know sometimes it's like, well. They were right about Georgia. Oh, they were right about Bama. <laughs> yeah. But most of the time, they're not right. Like, that team, you know, in top five, all of a sudden, in 7-5 at the end of the year, or, or a team that wasn't ranked by the end of the year, they've only lost one game, and they're sitting in number three, you know. Like, yeah. you, that's why I hate the rankings, man. I know it's all about selling magazines and selling hype. Oh, but, yeah. man, I think rankings shouldn't come out till like, after week five. You know what I'm saying? Five games in, six games man. in, now we know. Now we know. That's a long wait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but I feel like yeah. you by then we know this team's mm-hmm. for real. Because, man, sure. when when Chiswick's first year, I believe we started out 5-0. and But yeah. when we when we got to October, that's when you start to hit the meat of the SEC. Like when you start to really yeah. die. It's no no more non-conference. Because like, teams can stack non-conference and be good and win. And like, oh, we're good. You're 4-0, but you didn't beat anybody. Yeah. But when you get to October, you start to separate the pretenders from the contenders. So, yeah. like I said – I think we started out five and zero and finished seven and five. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm yeah. like, man, after week after week five, let's put the rankings out and let's really have a true test of of seeing who is a legitimate team at this point. You know what I'm saying? So instead of just banking on, oh, it's Nick Saban, oh, it's Kirby Smart. We we know they're they're always a top five team, and and yeah. more times than not here recently, yeah, they have been. But I think it just it it doesn't help those other schools. Who uh who are on the outside looking in? You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Coop, man, appreciate you, dude. I got my guy Cooper McClintock, sophomore 
an Auburn University finance major. Man, give your parents, George and Amanda, my love. Tell, them Collins, tell Collins I said what's up. And Calvin, yeah. man, we love you, dude. We're praying for you. I'm telling you, God mm-hmm. got this, man. God got this, so don't worry. All is well. Trust me. Coop, dude, I appreciate you stringing to the sweet spot. Have yeah. fun, dude. And, uh, man, cheer on those Tigers for me, man. Like, don't let nobody, don't let nobody down down you about you know what I'm saying about Hugh Freeze mm-hmm. or this upcoming year. We're gonna have a good season, man. And yes, sir. I think there's a great thing to come for sure. Yeah, thank you for having me. I had an awesome time. Hey, you welcome back anytime, dude. If I'm on the planes, I'm gonna hit you up, bro. I'm gonna hit yes, you up. Sir. Whether it's football, basketball, softball, I gotta come through. I don't, and, know. And, and, <laughs> I don't know much about softball, but I'll talk about it. <laughs> hey, hey, but shoot, I may be on campus for real. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping here for real in the next year to come to Auburn and check out Alexis Milanowski, man. You know, from Dothan and went to HA. So, man, I'm trying to get on the planes here in the next year to come support some of our local student athletes from the Wiregrass area, also. And so, uh, you know, saying whether whether we talk Auburn softball is one thing, but we can go check out an Auburn softball game together. You know, hang out, yes, and, and we'll do that, bro. And as I always say, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot.